When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have two things to say. Okay, one. One. First thing is, for sure, I'm in a cult. Okay. You are too. Mm-mm. You are. Speak for yourself. Two. I, I don't know how, but I ruined the mute challenge in the film. <laughs> she said, yeah. she said, she said, she said, she said. How it go? What's it right before? Look around, everybody on mute. Uh, she, she said, I kept saying, look around, everybody on mute. Just me. Look around, just me. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing, right? Like, mm, How did you feel? You're the only one that was making so noise cool. during that time. No, I wasn't. There was somebody else. Embarrassing. And I was like, oh, everybody's quiet right now. Everybody's <laughs> quiet because they're following directions. What did she say? <laughs> I was just into it. I was into it. I know, and I'm glad you got to experience the renaissance. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, if I had finally. been there in person to mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. It's not over. She's going to South America next year. I'll be there. Okay. Allegedly, All maybe. Right? All right. Columbia, get ready because I'm coming back, baby. Okay. I don't think she's coming, but <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed the film. Oh, thanks to you. It was definitely a 10 out of 10. Across the board. Exactly. 100% on exactly. Rotten Tomatoes. I think my favorite part, besides us watching it in IMAX, was the fact that the sound was vibrant in our seats. Uh, right. It felt like you was in the, the yes. arena for real. I'm yes. like, oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Right. These motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Right. Love that. Oh, I loved it. Ooh, oh. I want to go again. Like I said, that thing's going to be on Netflix streaming before Christmas. And I Next cannot two weeks. wait. I cannot wait. I believe it. <sighs> well. You ready? Yep. We're back. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need it. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way podcast where we give it to you straight in this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to pick up your Christmas tree wreath Christmas time decorations. You can listen to this podcast on your way to finishing up your Christmas shopping. You're finishing already. Good for you. Trying, Ja. All right. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes, it's I again. Sylvie Jones. For the first time in season seven, here we are face to face. How are you doing? Oh, you're right. No, no, that <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? We've been, oh, you're right. Mm -hmm. It is our first time back in person for season seven. Mm -hmm. Season seven? Oh, but memory, child. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
You know what? This not in the show. You know why it's confusing? Because mm-hmm. we make six years next year. But that's why season seven. We started in 2017. <clears throat> next year is the 24. The 24. Don't ask me to do math, child. What are you talking about? It's six a, years. Yeah, that's six year anniversary. 17 to 18, 18 to 19, 19 to 20, 20 to 21, 21 to 22, 22 to 23, 23 to 24. No. That ma- that's why I mentioned that math class. <laughs> because. 17, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. No. That's, look how I just did it. 17 to. That's how you count years. 17 to 18, 18 to 19, 19 to 20, 20 to 21, 21 to 22, 22 to 23, 23 to 24. Seven years. What's the, what's the difference between what I did and what you just did? Because what you did misses a year. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I don't count. Ca- you don't count the first year. Seventeen. Like we started in twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Oh, seven years. Miss <sighs> Wink, Miss Minkowitz, nothing has changed. Big wave in the room, the crowd go move. <clears throat> nothing has changed, Miss Minkowitz. Please ask me again. How am I doing? How are you? I'm doing well. Um, happy to be back. For <laughs> Stop! You want me to carry on like everything normal after that? I learned from the best. Mm. I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Happy to be back in person finally for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so much has happened. We took a week off. It was your birthday. Um, I'm sure you're going to speak about that. Um, In the meantime, we've, I don't know, like everything's been up and down, I guess, in between holiday seasons, always like that. Like sometimes you don't even know what day it is. The weather's out of control. It's just, I don't know. I'm just trying to get by, child. Like that's just it. I'm trying to get by. How are you, Khalil? I'm doing well. I am doing well. Thank you very much. We are back together again uh i guess it's good to see you <laughs> uh i'm just you know i guess you know your wish came true we didn't record on your birthday and we didn't record on my birthday who so, said that was know, my wish that was your wish Man, please. um i'm coming off a birthday feeling good it was a great day you know it was a great time it was relaxed it was chill but it was still cool i'm happy for 34 i'm excited great things are already happening uh, you know, thank you for taking me to the Renaissance movie this week. Aww. Oh, what a nice friend. It's Christmas time. And that was your gift. Both? Ciao. You know what? <laughs> Sagittarius, I'm sorry. That's fine. Y'all are used to it. No, I'm not. No, I don't have one of the birthdays that's right next to Christmas. It's still the same month before Christmas, okay? All right? Your birthday rounds off to December. Same thing. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does. That's like me saying I'm born in 1989. Well, you might as well be born in, in 1990. 1990. No, 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 no. Um, rest in peace to Norman Lear, right? Creator of shows like All in the Family, Maud. Some of my favorite, my favorite show on television of all time is Sanford and Son. I never knew that. Of all time, um, um, you know, one day at a time, The Jeffersons, Good Times, maybe. Or maybe not. Right. That one's up for debate. It really is. <laughs> but, um, you know, thank you for your contributions, Mr. Lear. You lived a great life. He died at 100, 101. So mm-hmm. that's, that's big stuff. 
Uh, you know, and but thank God for him. He put out quality stuff. The stuff that I'm watching on 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 the streaming this season for Christmas, these Netflix, these Christmas movies is horrible. I tried. Oh. Y'all love these like Lifetime Hallmark movies that now Netflix. You about the Brandon movie? I tr- watched it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Brandy made that movie what it was because her acting carried the whole thing. Like even Heather Graham got on my daggone nerves and Jason Biggs. Brandy carried it. But the scripts, like they're just so cheap. I watched it's it's cheesy Christmas. I watched movies. the Eddie Murphy movie on Amazon with Tracy, and you didn't like it. That shit should be called Candy Corn Lane, oh, okay? My <laughs> corn, God. Candy Cane. I'm sorry, that movie should be called Candy Corn Lane. That's sad. I tried. I laughed maybe like three times. I'm always excited to see Eddie back on. It's screen. for family fun. Yeah, I want Eddie to go back to not family fun. Aww. Eddie, <laughs> I want. <laughs> Cursing Eddie's back. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it was, here we are. Okay. All right? Yep. You ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at on the way weekly where we release it every week this week we've got lover friend ep by k chanada hottest sorry don't put that in the show hood hottest princess deluxe by sexy red apple music live brent fires by brent fires and loveland by Raish. This week for my first project, I had Lover Slash Friend EP by Kay Trinata, who you would be happy to know is from Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Did you know that? Of course I did. But he was raised in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Um, The producers on this project were himself because he's that nigga. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the features on here are Rochelle Jordan and Channel Tress. I thought that this was interesting because he called it an EP, and when you open it, it says Volume 1 and Volume 2, but it's two songs. There's that and an instrumental for both songs. Uh, But I really did enjoy both of them, especially the first one, um, Lover Friend featuring Rochelle Jordan. It was just uh, really groovy, as always, as always. Um, But him featuring her on the track, her voice and her tone, the way that it flowed on that was perfect the way that she kept repeating lover friend short and sweet and to the point and this is a great two songs it really was um you know i enjoyed me some Kejanada, so i just can't wait for the album he he did tweet um a few days ago that the album is done so when he released this i thought it was the album but i guess we'll just have to wait for that my first project review this week i had hood hottest princess by sexy red she is a rapper and songwriter from St. Louis, Missouri. Trump supporter. <laughs> oh my God. Leave her alone. She is. Leave my girl alone. She is. Sexy Red is currently. She first is 
she first received online attention in 2018 when she did her remix to the song A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. I don't know if you ever remember seeing that. Okay, well, um, she did a song called A Thousand Jugs. And if you ever YouTube it, then it'll probably bring back memories of who she was. Because that's where I got introduced to Sexy Red, which I didn't know who she was um, at the time. Mm. Um, in 2022, she came out with a song with Summer Walker called Sense That God Gave You. And then later on that year, she released Pound Town with Tay Keith. And that's when a lot of people were... Um, Learn the color of her booty hole. <laughs> yes. They're introduced <laughs> to sexy red that was a brown because she's black or because she has to she hasn't wiped we <laughs> who knows who knows who knows uh her first mixtape ghetto superstar was released in 2021 and her second tape hottest hood princess was released oh, i'm sorry her, her first ep after that was of pound town was released in april of this year because i think no matter what race or color you are your booty hole is pink. Hey. hey <laughs> that's, that's, leave my girl alone. Um, she got a mud butt. Look, Hottest Hood Princess was released in June of this year, and now we got a chance to uh, review the deluxe. The first original Hottest Hood Princess uh, mixtape had about 11 songs, and the deluxe has um, 10. So I've heard a few of these songs already as singles. Um so I have a few faves, but I just want to say at first, I think Sassy Red is so fun. I think her music is an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be universal, but I look at her as an artist who is unapologetically herself, who doesn't seem like she's changing, because if you look at the old YouTube video of her and her now, you don't see that much of a difference. Still walking around with the stacks of money, still shaking ass, still wearing glasses, which I love that. I like that she keeps um, her glasses. Yeah, I she's like, that. bitch, I can't see. That's a so. signature. She could go to, <laughs> to contacts, but they could, but I, but I love it. I love but it. I love it. Makes, um, her one, makes her one of the people. She's still going to have her chains on. She is still going to perform barefoot. And now she's currently pregnant, so she's performing pregnant, barefoot, still shaking ass, still twerking, and unapologetically herself. And I feel like that's what I love about Sexy Red. It might not be everyone's cup of tea, but I don't see her trying to fit in or squeeze into anybody's type of box. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about her as an artist. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think she's in a. I think she's in her own lane. She's like, in her you know, own lane. Like it's, it's it was right. very new and authentic. Yes. Um, the she lyrics. Also in that Trump box. <sighs> Look, the lyrics can definitely be uh, more catchy than actual. These are going to go into lyrics of the Hall of Fame of hip hop for me. Um, <laughs> but I look at it as fun music, mm-hmm. similar to how I she see Ice Spice. Yes, it's fun music. I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we don't always need something that's so super serious or something super political. Like, mm-hmm. let's take a break from that. Let's put on some sexy rats. Ski ye. Say that to her again. We don't need to know your political views. We don't need to know. Right. That. Just just fun. Because uh, I was all about the fun. I liked her. <laughs> like, I still, you know, I was, mm, I don't know if, how I feel now, but I, I liked her. Uh, I was down with the fun until she had to go on and start talking about Trump. I was like, oh, now I, I mean, we know why she, we, but we know why she said that, but I don't want to get into that. Mm. Um, the Deluxe has features from Chief Keith, uh, 42 Doug, G Herbo. Um, Summer Walker, Take Keith again, and Sukiana. Um, I will say that 
I could listen to Sexy Red's music like as singles, but not in in its whole entirety entirety, or not as a if I would go to like a project and I mean a concert and just hear her as the only solo artist. I feel like it's good fun music, and I could do one or two, three songs. Three is my max. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I like it. I enjoyed "Bow Bow Bow" from my baby dad. That's a fun song. Um, Ghetto Princess with Chief Keef was actually pretty good. Um, Free My Nigga, of course. And Shake Your Dreads was actually my favorite. <laughs> it's fun, good music. Are you um, shaking your dreads too? Yeah, pretty much. It's like fun, good dreads, music. But I, I just think I, I like the fact that she's just being on a project unapologetically herself as an artist and that's what I like to hear this week for my second project I had Apple Music Live Brent Fires uh, who is from Columbia Maryland and this was a, so this was an Apple Music exclusive release so it was a little bit difficult to find the credits and everything on there right. and if you don't have Apple Music then you can probably listen to this on YouTube I'm sure but um he didn't have any features. This was a live concert that he did in London. And as soon as he hit this stage and you hear the audience, mm-hmm. it also felt like a cult. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. It was, it was great to hear like the, it was great to hear him and ex- experience performing some of those songs for the first time live overseas. Like he would say, dad, I just performed this shit right here for the first time. Yes. And he performed, um, uh, rehab in Paris. And no, wait, I'll let you continue. Sorry. And, um, it was just great to hear him hear, perform some of those for the first time overseas and then to hear the audience sing every word like yes. they were singing every word um, the whole album was a great experience I really love still still, Gravity is still my favorite Like gravity, we on the front page and then blogs. Would you be mad at me if the whole world knew that we was on? Would be tragedy. My niggas be globe trotting like travel teams. You always in my travel dreams. Lace up two, three stripes and I'm gone. But you just want me home. It was still, it was even better live. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole thing was a vibe. Yeah, I agree. Um, I did enjoy it. It made me feel like I was there because I did miss his concert over the summer. Mm. Um, he performed "Fuck the World" for the first time in London, mm-hmm. which "Fuck the World" in parentheses "Summer in London" was you know that song for London, and I enjoyed that. And yeah, it was a good, cute on- concert uh, concert album. I agree. For my second project this week, I had "Loveland" by Raish. She's a singer songwriter from Boston who signed to Atlantic Records. Rachel's career began when she was releasing covers such as Summertime Madness by Lana Del Rey and Love Me Harder by 
Ariana Grande online. In 2018, she released her first single, Money Pies, and a year later, her first EP, Drive, was released. This was all before going on a sold-out tour with the artist Pink Sweats. Loveland is a girl's girl album to me. Um, I feel like it's just filled with a lot of love, of course, lost, and the feelings all in between. Um, Raisha's voice is subtle, slightly raspy, and very gentle on the ears. Um, she definitely has tones of R&B there, but I also hear a lot of jazz, a lot of neo soul. Like I, I like the tone of her voice. I like, I like listening to her music. A few favorites on this album was Feelings, um, the title track Loveland, Big Daddy was another one of my favorites. Um, Lucky was pretty good. And I also enjoyed Pick a Side featuring Ty Dollar Sign. I feel like they both played, uh, went back and forth a little bit and it did a lot of, it, it was a good track. Like, I like this. My first time listening to Raish as an artist um, and I'm excited to hear what else she has in store. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the albums 30 for 30 by Dave East and Crutch Calhoun. And The Diary of Alicia Keys, 20, by Alicia Keys. I had this been 20 years. That's crazy. And the singles Never Lose Me by Flo Millie and My House by Beyonce. And now it's time for Music News. What happened this week, Khalil? This week, a fourth woman filed a case against Diddy in the lawsuit. Um, we know that he's been going under. He's been under fire for like ever since before Thanksgiving. Um, starting off with Cassie, mm-hmm. then with two other allegations, and now with this one. The unidentified woman, uh, according to Baller Alert, the unidentified woman says uh, that Diddy, former bad boy president, Harve Pierre, mm-hmm. and a third unnamed person gang raped her in Manhattan uh, when she was 17 years old. The lawsuit further claims that she was trafficked across state lines and subjected to copious amounts of drugs and alcohol. And Diddy, of course, took to Instagram to respond. And he basically said, enough is enough. Enough is enough. (laughs) I've been under fire. I've been under allegations for weeks now. Why did started off like that? And I will fight for my family. Now, here's the thing. I understand that. One thing I don't understand um, um, during these whole, like this whole Me Too era has kind of been like, okay, if you really think you're innocent, uh, uh, um, 
so many times I think the 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 narrative has been to just not say anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that that makes it worse. If you're innocent, I think you better speak up. Like, don't just let nobody be dragging your name and whatnot through the mud if you're innocent. I don't know what Diddy did or did not do. But what I'm saying, is, you know, the, the, the trial will speak. There's been, you know, people have been saying things for years. Um, but, you know, hopefully the truth will come out. Mm-hmm. What I more so am looking at in this is I saw this coming and I'm just surprised it took this long. During the whole Me Too era, it was like nobody mentioned hip hop. Right. It was like how now we know the hip hop we grew up in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, something a little odd here. I think it's, it's And it's now a it's lot. having this reckoning. I'm think I'm wondering like because it kind of started with Russell a little bit. Right, and, and then he fled. He's been he was fled before right. they started. And now he's welcome back to America. And he said, "I'm not coming back." He's he's not coming back. Right. Well, don't say that. Be, okay. Uh, don't Allegedly get a, guilty. Thank you. Please don't have us give us no lawsuits. Now. <laughs> uh-huh. Allegedly, I feel like um, a lot of people weren't saying anything in fear of his power. If you think about it, if you have a powerful man who is capable of covering up things or making things vanish or go away or we don't know how big the power is Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. us being outside you know um i would fear it too yeah and and that's and 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 that's why like and a lot of people also when you don't have a certain name or a certain status and you speak up about these things people are going to brush it off like rbo day has been saying this for years Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people have been going like oh god it's because you weren't on the trial or whatever and it's like no this is my truth Mm -hmm. and i'm actually proud of cassie for stepping up and saying what she said and putting things all out i still can't finish the 34 pages like i read some of the allegations i was like all right enough i don't want to read anything else Mm -hmm. i'm really disgusted and i'm actually glad that it takes one person to open up the door for other people to be like, all right, well, if you're going to say something, I'm going to come out and say anything, say something as well. Even if it's years later, I don't care. Say your truth, speak your truth, because we don't know how it feels. If you haven't been in that situation for a victim mm-hmm. to be silenced for years mm-hmm. and then to finally want to speak their voice, even if they're 77 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, like I was saying, I don't know what Diddy did or didn't do. The court will decide and that will come out there. I just think, like I was saying, this is the beginning, I think, of the opening of the floodgates for oh, hip-hop. 100%. We grew up in the 90s. We knew what the deal was. We knew what hip-hop was and, and you know, the environment. Um, I will say, you know, if... if, if <clears throat> but I think there does, does have to be a... There has to be a line drawn somewhere. Because we're getting into hip-hop culture. And like I said, we all knew what that was back then. And so there were some things that some ladies, some men were just down for. Like, Mm -hmm. it was just part of the culture, just the crass culture of hip-hop. And so I think it's odd to then come out, like, 20 years later and be like, well, he grabbed my butt. It was like, well, you knew the environment. But but to things of this extent, sexual assault, rape, uh, um, um, you know, uh, traumatic experiences like this, this is just the beginning. Because I'm sure there's a trove of stories waiting to be told.
And I cannot wait to hear them all. Some of your favorite rappers. I think we're all going to have to come to reckoning with like how we feel about our favorite rappers mm-hmm. soon. Right. Yeah. In other news and more uplifting news, the number one movie in the United States United States right now is the Renaissance. Renaissance. I'm glad you're like. The whole summer. The whole summer, you didn't say anything like this until now. Because I couldn't. Okay, I couldn't afford to go. Everybody. Okay. All right. Beyonce wanted to charge $400, $500 for regular seats, <laughs> and this time a brother just could not make it. I sent her a text. I sent her a message on Instagram. I said, Beyonce, I've been to every show, <laughs> and this time I that. can't make it. Is there anything you can do? And she left me on it red. dust. <laughs> Rightfully so. She, I didn't even read it. The film came out on World AIDS Day, which is December 1st, and made over $20 million in its first weekend. Are you serious? To get the number one uh, a movie in America, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, grossing over $22 million at the box office during the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, they also reported, it was reported that 900,000 people bought tickets for the movie. Oh, um, including you? Yes, of course. <laughs> um and the fact that it got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes as well, Beyonce mm-hmm. did go to Instagram to speak about it. Um, she said, I'm th- deeply thankful to AMC and every team member who worked so hard in this film. I just can't thank all of you enough for your support. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done because of the short turnaround time. I practically slept in, in the edit, mm-hmm. color, and mix sessions. And we just think about that. Like the show ended October first, mm-hmm. and it came out December first. So that means that between that time, her month of October was just like that's it. I got to do the movie. I see y'all kids later. She's Jay, been you editing got it. it before that because the trailer right. dropped on the last day of right, the tour. Right, right. So she did some edits and stuff so like that. Jay, said, I'll be back for Thanksgiving. For, she said enough for a trailer. Yeah. And then we're gonna go back and finish the whole film. You got Halloween with the kids. I'll be back for Thanksgiving <laughs> and Christmas. The race against time continued in order to get this film out so quickly, but it was worth all the grind. I'm overwhelmed by the outpouring of love from my hive, and wow, I'm so touched and encouraged by the incredible reviews. I love seeing everyone all dressed up in their most opulent looks in the theaters. The mute challenge is still happening, even in the theater. Not thanks to Khalil. Mm. Y'all are cracking me up. Please keep the energy going. I can't wait to see what else y'all do. Smiley face. I also love seeing the positive takeaways from people who are not my fans or didn't know my story. The people who had no interest in seeing my shows who have now gained a deeper understanding and respect for all it takes to be a renaissance woman. And I did see a lot of that, which is crazy. Like, I saw a lot of people like, look, I'm not a Beyonce fan, but I saw that movie and I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud that we launched the film on World AIDS Day in memory of my Uncle Johnny. I pray I continue to make something that lifts all of y'all up the way you continue to lift me up while I'm often critical and feel my art is never finished the pendulum swings I feel gratitude we did it we have the number one movie in the country and I'm 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and it's because of you and your support I humbly thank you 
I loved it. I loved the whole relationship between her and Miss Tina during the movie. The, those, you know, those intimate moments. Her and Blue. Y'all need to, like, people are really making this thing where her telling Blue to um, respect people and calm down when she hushed her. Mm-hmm. They're making it go, like, viral. Like, what? Y'all don't. That, and, and that's the difference between black mobs and the rest of y'all, okay? <laughs> like, that was very normal to us. It was very normal. It was very normal to us. Um, I loved seeing Blue. I loved seeing Sir and Rumi. Yes. I love seeing Jay support. Seeing Jay support. I, happy happy belated birthday, Jay-Z. We should have led with that, you know, the king. Right. Uh, um, um, I loved seeing Destiny's Child come back together. Mm-hmm. All five of them, the healing. It was... It was yes. Uh, it was uh, so good. The way they started, ladies and gentlemen, Beyonce. Yes. That's what you got to see? Yes. You think you're better than me? <laughs> You ain't better than me. You're a little bit better than me. That's okay. Oh, That's fine. You great. saw Beyonce this year. I saw Barack. Okay. Yes, they're equal. Okay. Um, but but similar, we were talking about earlier a couple weeks ago about how uh, Beyonce is not nominated for any Grammys this year, and you were like, for what? And I was thinking, I was like, I wasn't sure at the time, but I thought about it, and what she, I'm still surprised because even when the album comes out there's like a remix or something like that that comes out the following year that she get not she'll she'll get nominated for and she had two this year she had the cuff it wetter remix and she had break my soul remix and the okay break my soul remix mm-hmm. and america's got a problem with remix. kendrick and mm-hmm. nothing's nominated which makes me think that maybe she just didn't, she didn't submit, submit. No. yeah right right because normally she always was but you can guarantee next year when they do um the oscars i for the grammys they do like you know um music film mm-hmm. this has to win you think so? This has to yeah. win. What it's the number one? What other movie has concert movie has done that? Like this? Oh, I what? don't even think Taylor Swift's. I don't know if Eras was like this. I don't know if it hit the numbers like this. Eras did hit really good numbers. The movie? Yes. Okay. They did hit really good numbers. Okay. So All I, right. if they do put that in the category, I know she's gonna be up up against Taylor as well. And I love seeing her go to Taylor's, and I love Taylor coming to hers. I love the respect. Taylor spoke a lot about you know the fact that they want women to compete so much and she's actually glad she said in her time interview because she's time women of the right. woman of the year she said that she's actually glad that her and beyonce both understand that they don't have to speak about the the beefs that fan bases and people try to you know put them against each other yeah. as women as artists because it's already enough in the industry itself right than yeah. to have to say like oh well this and that just because of people right. and their online feuds and like, that's always been beyonce for you with the collaborating with shakira mm-hmm. or you know whoever the top dog is she's not like i'm not trying to take you out i'm trying to collab with you shakira it was lady gaga at a moment yeah. it was alicia her before it was her and alicia keys you right. know what i'm saying um, so yeah, class act, just just a class class act, and I love the way. Same thing, y'all really want her to have a beef with Kim Kardashian, but every Beyonce party I see, I see either Kim or, or Chris Jenner. Jenner right there. She was yeah. at like Chris Jenner and Jay Z be hanging out, you know. I don't know. I, a lot of stuff would just be fan based, but mm-hmm. congratulations, Beyonce, and yeah. On the way, listeners, what were your favorite scenes from the Renaissance film? Tweet us in On The Way Weekly and let us know we're going to go. And we'll be right back. just to take it slow. I've been working all night and now I need a heat. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Lapping, lapping on the way. How far we take it all the way? We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? 
Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? Well, this week we have some updates in the Jonathan Majors trial. Um, okay, so here's the <laughs> here's the crux. This is not funny. At all. At all. But there's a couple. Oh, God. <laughs> One, um, okay, so Jonathan Majors, he's charged with two counts of assault in the third degree, attempted assault in the third degree, aggravated harassment in the second degree, and harassment in the second degree. Okay, here's one of the things that I find um, odd, okay? We got this white lady accusing this black man of, of um, like, 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 textbook white man, black man is the aggressor against a white woman, like, mm-hmm. stuff they told you to watch out for when you was a young black boy coming up all the time. I find it very odd. I'm not saying who did what or nothing. I find it this little odd, okay? The lady name is Grace Jabari. I ain't never met no white person with the last Stop. name Jabari. The only Jabaris I have ever met are all black men. So it's a little odd there, okay? However, they met during the filming of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, mm-hmm. uh, where she was, uh, where he started as Kang, the Conqueror, and she was a professional dancer and also a movement coach on the movie. Um, she also talks about the first time they said their relationship was amazing in the beginning, and then she, according to her, she said it started to, she started to become uh, uh afraid of him when she mentioned her ex-boyfriend and she said he started to berate her because of it and she started to feel scared mm-hmm. and she knew she should never mention another ex again another uh, uh, situation she mentions is when she was at the 2022 Glastonbury Music Festival according to her she said she told him ahead of time that she wouldn't have great reception and he said he became and he sent her a whole bunch of messages and saying that she shouldn't be there and how dare she go allegedly and then she said she suffered from like low self-esteem. She said that they would have conversations and they would fight. And then after they would fight, he would talk about himself being a monster and he would reveal that he had suicidal thoughts, according to her. Um, and I also think that one of the things is <laughs> if this is true, is messed up because it comes from a narcissistic, egocentric misogynistic place right but he told this white woman that she he needed her to be more like coretta scott king yeah. or michelle obama yeah. i think man you should just maybe go get you somebody who looked like coretta scott mm-hmm. king or michelle obama according to her he said i'm a great man and i do great things for my culture and the world and the woman who supports me needs to be a great woman okay if that's how you feel then don't be telling a woman what she, you know, like what she needs to be. You, you, that is what you get. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, if you don't like it, allegedly he's not one of those type of men who would just walk away if he doesn't feel that the woman that he's with doesn't fit what he sees. Yeah, you know, you know there's, but he didn't do that. More women out here. Don't be trying to mold one right. into what you want it to be. Allegedly, uh, and then so apparently what happened was he was he got uh the sparked this whole incident was that he got a text he got a text from an ex-girlfriend and then she pulled the phone and she wanted to see it in the pan that's when it got physical and uh he pulled and twisted her arm and then she describes feeling a hard blow across the head and then after that surveillance shows that he was kind of pushing her back into the car or and then he went and left he went to an apartment and she left and went to a bar because she said she didn't want to be alone and now here we are well well yeah. Next question. Exactly. 
Um, this is sad. It is on so many levels. Mm-hmm. It is just sad. I feel like, regardless of the conviction, it's changing Jonathan Major's future. Yeah. Regardless of the convention, the convict, the the convention. It's like, hard to not be looked at as a certain way once. It's hard because which is why Diddy is fight. Like that's what I'm saying. Whether he did it or not, no. It, well, my in the case that he didn't do it, right. That's why you have to fight because to just lay down and say nothing, it already tarnishes your your name. Well, right. I feel like there is either way it's going to get tarnished um, because this has been made public Mm -hmm. and a lot of people's public opinions have, you know, gone into Mm -hmm. account for it. Um, Jonathan Majors being the major actor that he is and the fact he's in big films like Marvel movies and playing a major character. um, It does affect his future and his career. Um, However, this comes out. I feel like in this case, the person who is truly guilty, I hope that they truly do get what they deserve mm-hmm. because it's messed up. Um, if it comes out that he did do all these things to her, it's mm-hmm. really messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like it puts like a different taste in your mouth. Cause it's like, there's some situations where you could have probably just walked away from. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, you stuck in the situation and this is the outcome from it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, man. I'm not going to be quick to believe my white woman talking over a black man. I'm, I'm not going to be, that's why I say allegedly. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not confirming nothing yet. All right. I've seen Emmett right. Till. That lady just died. Right. And she lied her whole life. We've seen this. We've seen examples of this all throughout history. Yeah. And so I also want to hear, you know, his testimony or whoever from his side, what they're going to say. I want to see the full picture before coming to a conclusion. Right. Um, but, you know, this just... There shouldn't be no reason for nobody to be putting hands on nobody. At all. Like, if it ever gets like that, there's always a choice to walk the hell away. Exactly. This week for my Queen Spotlight, I wanted to shine a very beautiful light on one of my favorite girls, um, Shakari Richardson. Oh, my she gosh. She got her Female Athlete of the Year Award. Are you going to sponsor us, ma'am? Because at this <laughs> point, we have, like, the only spotlight that's shining is on you. And you know what? Rightfully so. And that's Because exactly, when, we, when she exactly. first came out, she had the spotlight. That's right. And then she took a step back. She did a lot of changes within her life. She she wasn't her time. And God said, now it is your time. That's right. So every she's she's deserving of every award, every praise that she gets. She is deserving. I I salute her. I I, I will be, be her fan regardless. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to um the beautiful Victoria Monet. Uh, Variety had honored her with a triple threat award last uh, uh the other day. Um, and it was so, so, so well-deserving. I also love to see her, a woman who has been years in the game, just crushing it and killing it. And it, it, it feels like it's been so long, but it's we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. I love it. So shout-out to you beautiful queens and congratulations. On the Way listeners, what are your thoughts on the Jonathan Majors trial? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. 
and we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. You can find our quotes on our Twitter every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. Ooh, so I got that? this quote from Lena Horn. Oh. And what I really admire about this quote is not only the truth behind it, but the fact that we all are going through something in our lives, whether it's something positive or something really, really negative. Um, and we all have testimonies. I feel like it's the way that we handle ourselves and carry ourselves, regardless of what's going on in our lives, is what's important. You know, you could be getting beaten down by everything that's going on in your life. But if you approach a new day, like, all right, it's Tuesday, let's get this rolling. Let's keep on pressing on. Let's try to stay as positive as possible. You know, it can, the load might not seem as heavy to you. Hmm. Well, I believe in the Lord. And I also believe that part in the Bible where it says that he will never give you more than you can bear. Right. And not to say that we don't carry too much sometimes, but I think that when your load is so, so heavy, I don't think that that's the Lord. I think that that is you carrying a heavy, heavy load. And when you talk to him and you tell him and you stop trying to carry everything on your own and you ask for help and direction, he'll let you know exactly what it is that you need to be carrying. You know, I didn't tell you to pick that up. You picked that up on your own. Right. Because what I gave you to carry, I didn't say it was going to be easy. It's not going to be easy but it's not something that you won't be able to get through. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, you know, the biggest part, learning how to let go of things that we think we need to hold on to that are really weighing us down and only carrying, because everybody's got a load to carry, but only carrying what's necessary for you to carry and, and delegating that amongst yourself. Amen. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L. X-D-A-N-I-E-L on the Facebook at facebook.com slash KXD music. You can find all my music streaming on the Apple, the title, the Spotify, anywhere that you download or stream music and on my website, everything else at KhalilDaniel.com. And if you're looking for me, you can find me mainly, mainly on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. Uh, my wellness advice this week is to stock up on any type of get well soon remedies. It is definitely cold and flu season. It's definitely virus season. Um, COVID's not dead. It's out and about. So please make sure you take any vitamins and try to support that immune system because we all need it. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash on the way pod. You can also find us on our websites at instinct ENT slash on the way and on mocha podcasts network.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like subscribe and share an episode 
We are streaming on all platforms that have podcasts such as Apple, Spotify, Deezer, Google, iHeartRadio, and many more. And two more things that I'm going to say now at the end of the show that I'm also going to say next week at the beginning of the show because they deserve two shout-outs. One, shout-out to Jackie and Shani on Season 5 of the Mocha Message Podcast. You know, uh, we love our sisters over there. We always wish them the best. Some of our original supporters, we will always support you guys. And then then also shout-out to Katrina Martinez who listens to this show every week. We love you, Katrina. Hey, Kat. We love you. Thank you for the beautiful birthday message. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your encouragement and, you know, your friendship. We love you, girl. We love you, girl. Love you, Kat. And that's it. All right. See you next week. Peace. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, eight time, time, we love, three time, rewind. Night be mine, yeah. And you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you